broadcasting live from the Zimmer Communications World Headquarters. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Get ready, pal. Here's your host, Randy Tobler. Out of any role that you could have in a birth order, it's like older sister, younger sister, older brother, younger brother. It's like, what one packs a punch? What one packs a punch? And why is it older sister? When someone tells me they have an older sister, I'm like, oh, so you have a drill sergeant. You have a drill sergeant. You have a that's going to tell you exactly how it is. She's going to give it to you right how it is. If you two get in a fight, she's going to say, stay mad or heal. Stay mad or heal. This is not my problem. Stay mad or heal. She's going to beat the shit out of anyone who wrongs you. She's going to create like a 10-day itinerary for you to go on a trip. She's gonna do it all like when i hear someone has an older sister i'm like that's powerful so much love to all the fellow older <laughs> sisters out there. I heard that last night and my siblings and I and my husband have a constant debate going on because, of course, my sister is the younger sister and my husband is the youngest of four. And they're they're oh, like, man, older sisters are so mean and we got picked on and all of that. So we constantly have this birth order. But I <laughs> find myself connecting. So my husband's old has an oldest sister and we connect really well. Love her. Shout out to Amy. Um, but I find myself connecting with other older sisters because it's just a vibe. It I, is. I saw a video the other day and it, it was basically a God bless the women who are oldest siblings that married youngest siblings yes. because it's just basically you adopt another child. Well, and we have this ongoing debate because when we were first married, my husband said, you know, I can't believe your parents ask you questions about like what to do, where to eat, like what you want to do. And they actually care what your answer is. Because as the youngest child, I got told that I wasn't in charge of boo. And, you know, which I, I mean, I see that. And and it's kind of the dynamic for the parents, right? Like my oldest got a lot more input than my, than my third. Um, John, where are you at in the birth order? Uh, right in the middle, number uh, one and only. Oh, okay. You're an. I didn't know that. You're an yeah, only how about child. That? That's weird. That I makes broke me the feel mold, broke the mold and all that, right? <laughs> that makes me feel better because I was feeling bad that I had never asked you that before, and I'm like, maybe he just doesn't have any siblings. But see, what's interesting is if you're an only child, you don't give off older sibling energy. You have to have a second one. Like only children are in a category of their own. Now, Hannah, you're oldest. Right. I and am. so you're the boss. Now, you're not quite old enough to do the vacation itinerary, but I am the vacation itinerary lady in my family. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I relate to the, you know, later in the audio, it talks about kind of being a mama bear, but like a, si- a sister bear sounds weird. Um, but it's like I can make fun of my brother. But if you do, I'm going to be mad at you. Right. Right. And then it goes on and it talks about if you bring someone home, like when your little brother first brings someone home, it's like you don't have to worry about mom and dad. You have to worry about older sister and pass (laughs) her test. And a hundred percent, I think that's correct. So let us know. Do you do you guys fall into these? I mean, I think birth order is more important than, you know, uh, what's your sign or, you know, the, the what do we do here? The gold, yellow. I think birth order matters way more. Yeah, I think it just it shapes how sure you does grow in the up. family dynamic then yes it? i think so i think so and then how you interact with maybe your coworkers or your spouse if you're in different birth orders you know i don't think if you were two oldest that maybe that wouldn't go as well either because you've got two people who are probably a bit bossy well sandy on the text at eight seven four ninety three ninety. 93 90 
She's saying that she is the oldest in her family, and her husband is also the oldest in Ooh, his family. I wonder how that works out. I think Sandy's probably still the boss, having met her <laughs> last night. Shout out to Sandy. Also, um, text us your uh, winners and losers. We're going to do that at 8.30, so you can text us at 573-874-9390. And we did hear, Randy brought it up last night, the more localer, the more importanter, and that not only applies to politics, but also we love your local winners and losers, so let us know who you want to shout out. Um, we had some newsmaking things happening when we were at Lincoln Days last night. It was a super fun night. We got to meet a lot of you. Um, but uh, there were some some noteworthy people there and some noteworthy people who were not there. So we heard early. So Taylor yeah. Burks was not there, but we knew he was not coming right. uh, because he had announced yesterday, hey, I'm going to bow out of this congressional race, leaving Kurt Schaefer, the only mid-Missouri candidate. Brian, what else uh, what else was newsworthy to you last night? I think a couple of things, and I'll have stories over the next several days, obviously, about it, but um, in, in no particular order. Uh, I thought General Bailey, um, the keynote address, didn't really talk about that. He referenced it, but really didn't talk about it, the Columbia LGBTQ issues. But I was watching the audience and he got a lot of ovations. I saw a lot of smiles. I kind of, I like to look at body language. I, I, and, and not all of them, not going to mention everybody's name, but not everybody got great reaction from the, uh, the audience. He certainly did. I thought, uh, General Bailey is very comfortable holding that microphone like that, talking. I mean, he's, he, he, I think he he's in his element doing that. Two other things that stuck out to me, Stephanie, from last night. Lisa Meyer is a run, running for the Columbia City Council. I can't tell you how many calls. We get more calls on this show about people frustrated with the Columbia City Council than we do about President Biden. At least that's that's my experience. And she basically said only 12% of you, uh, you being the audience and the voters of this city, uh, Columbia, are voting in municipal elections. And she turned it around. She said, if you're not voting, you're not voting. You are part of the problem. I thought, And that got a very positive reaction. I thought last but not least, and you mentioned uh, somebody not being there, Caleb Browden was not there. I don't know. He may have had a prior commitment, but he was certainly scheduled to be on the agenda, and I, I'm not sure. Maybe he can tell us. If he could have had something come up. I don't they know. They said that he was dealing with a personal matter okay. is all that they said. And, and again, he has children, I, so I don't I don't know, and I and, and, and if he wants to share more, he can, but no, I, I totally get that. He's got a couple kids, and, and uh, you know, he may have he may have had an issue with them. It's It's fine. Um, Mary Elizabeth Coleman speech last night uh, that was totally off the cup no notes she came in late through because she was down in Mary's County at her event but I have never heard this said before she said that when she sponsored the abortion bill to ban abortions in Missouri and I remember people were protesting at the Capitol that day I was there when when they passed the bill she said she had death threats that she had people had to have a police station outside her home in her kids' school. So she said on her on her, and I noticed this when she filed. They listed as a Jefferson City, Missouri PO box. She apparently is in, is registered with Ashcroft's office for that safe address because she's had death threats. I, I thought that was, and she said the left, the American left, is they're coming for conservatives. I mean, she she basically said that. She also Stephanie gave her personal cell phone. To the audience, I've I've been doing this thirty years. I have never ever seen that done before. I'm I'm not going to give the number on the air, folks. But she <laughs> gave it to the people in the audience, and she said that she's always going to be accessible. And Stephanie, you caught it too. She said, "If you hear something about me that doesn't sound right, 
call or text. I don't know what she's referring to, but clearly something's bothering her. But I thought that was powerful. In the audience, it resonated. It clearly did. It resonated. Will she win? I think the be, being from Arnold may be the biggest. Um, it's going to be harder for her because name ID in this area. But I, the audience seemed to like that. They did. Something else that was interesting and related to a story that Randy was telling us this week on the show about how he was at the exclusive members only <laughs> grocery store here in town uh, and there was a lady trying to get him to sign an abortion petition mm-hmm. and she had her facts wrong and you know whether she was lying or she was just genuinely misinformed we don't know uh, but Tim Grinky last night at Boone County Lincoln Days Uh, He's a former Centralia mayor. Mm -hmm. He actually said that if you encounter one of these folks trying to get you to sign the abortion petition, you can call, was it Missouri Right to Life? Mm -hmm. And they will actually send a representative from Missouri Right to Life to the same location that this other petition is being pushed um, to basically have both sides of the coin there. I thought that was interesting. To huh. tell the truth. Yeah. To tell the truth. Yeah. So, and it was nice to see Tim. And of course, I know he was, he was wearing red last night. He's probably joining us, uh, wearing red today. Um, but Brian, I know I have heard from other state representatives outside of the pro-life context and other contexts that have also needed security. So maybe we dig that and I could give you some names. I, maybe we dig down into that further because that's really, that's tough to hear. Well, and in, in, in I want to be very fair about that. That's what she, and it, no doubt. I mean, Mary Elizabeth uh, Coleman um, sp- said it to the, there were hundreds of people there that heard it. So obviously, and a lot of reporters in the room as well. So, and to be fair, there have been uh, Democrats in the, I don't know about any recently, but Robin Wright Jones, when she was in the Senate, um, she had concerns about guns and i do know that she did have some threats at her at her office i know that for a fact i do know as well that there was a pro-choice republican her name was betty sims she's passed away now she was from ladue our listeners in jeff city will remember her and she she would governor carnahan and her didn't agree on much but they agreed on pro-choice she supported the pro she she supported the governor's veto she was a republican by the way of partial birth abortion i know she had some death threats and for a while the highway patrol actually had to protect her 24 7 so it's just it's it's a shame and i you know i'm not going to say anything i mean people know this it's a shame that anyone in in office has to be threatened if you don't like what they're doing folks you vote them out you can vote them out you can vote them out but this this idea and threatening mary elizabeth coleman's kids that they had to police at the school that's that's the first i heard of that that's terrible but i'm not surprised to hear that what was resonating with people was accessibility and we heard that a little bit i mean we heard it from mary elizabeth coleman we heard it from kurt schaefer and i think he took a dig at the other candidates and said i'm the only person who actually lives in the district i'm right here we heard from mark alford's representative hey we're having mondays with mark mark's going to be you know congressman's going to be here monday if you have an issue stop by you know let's help you but when we're talking about it's easy to think of your congressman as that person or woman as that person you know on tv in dc but so much of their work is constituent services and being accessible is so important and so we kind of heard that touched on by all of the candidates and i think it really matters you know if you need a passport if you're having trouble with you know federal government assistance or whatever having that accessibility to your congressperson is really important it it is there's no doubt about it columbia has not had a congressperson in that actually that lives in columbia since kenny holsoff and kenny holsoff 
Ossoff, of course, um, uh, you know, and Renee, of course, former talk show host, is his wife. And, uh, you know, he left office in 2008, ran for governor. So it's been some some time. Kurt Schaefer, very dynamic, very, I mean, all, all those candidates are very good and very comfortable speaking. I thought what Kurt Schaefer said, the last point I make that really t- was incredible he left office in 2017. The state budget was 27, I believe he said 27 billion. It's now 52 billion dollars. It has doubled since 2017. That is, that is just that now a lot of that's federal money. Now a lot of it is, but the bottom line is it's still part of the budget that I thought was, uh, was powerful. And, um, uh, well, and of it course, was, it was really a lot, a lot of people, you couldn't, there were nowhere to sit. I had to stand uh, on uh, next to the wall. Yeah. People were, uh, there were <laughs> a lot of people standing up. Well, and the other newsmaker last night, and you can always count on Representative Sheree Tolson Reich yeah. to make a little bit of news. She went last and she said she is going to have an announcement. Uh, I think she said in about three weeks so where she's headed next we're gonna have to wait and find out but i'm sure you'll be on it brian i am gut and i don't know this i didn't get a chance to talk to her my gut feeling this is my gut feeling is she may challenge stephen weber for the senate and i th- the republicans need a candidate they're looking for one and i think she is someone who has the name id do i know that no that's just my gut feeling. speculation by brian houseworth this morning all right well up next we are going to do the morning bell but then after that we're doing winners and losers and we're getting your text right now let us know who you nominate 573-874-9390 but next we'll do the morning bell this is wake up mid-missouri Text the crew at 874-9390. Warning, everyone on the show can read your texts. It is time for the morning bell. Yesterday, all of the... Um, all of the things we watch were all up right now for futures. Let's see. They're mixed, but they're kind of uh, oscillating back and forth. So basically holding steady. But let's see. S&P closed up 0.52%. NASDAQ up 0.9%. Dow closed up 0.12%. Technology and communication services were leading the gainers with health yesterday, the biggest loser. We need the doc in to ask him what was up with health yesterday. Um, but this morning, because it is a feel-good Friday, Hannah... We're going to talk about death. Oh, but this was your story. And I think there, I think we can turn it into a feel good, a feel good story here. Um, you turned me on to this article and there is a new study out uh, revealing only a third of Americans have a will. That's not very many. Do you have a will, Hannah? I suspect no. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I, there's not a whole lot for me to transfer over. I mean, I've got, you know, transfer on death on my car title and my bank accounts that's really about all i need and when i was your age i think i was the same way now caring.com is saying only 32 percent of americans have a will and that is the lowest rate in four years obviously attorneys are very concerned about this um and they you know spend a lot of time in court afterwards if you don't have a will trying to sort out your things and you might be wondering to yourself stephanie is this just an advertisement for you? Um, no, I don't write wills. In fact, I hired um, an attorney in, in Jefferson City uh, to do my will and my trust. But And you, you were saying you were 
surprised by some of the things you had to think through? It's not an area I practice in. And, you know, we we talked a lot and you put, you know, in there, you can put a lot of different things like how you want to be buried. And, you know, I remember saying, just cremate me, just burn me. I, it freaks me out to be in a box. Um, and then I think the attorney was like, well, are you sure that's OK with your religion? And I was like, I I think so. <laughs> but I like, let me double check. And I remember sitting in his office calling my pastor being like, uh, is this cool? Can I get cremated? He's like, yeah. I'm like, all right. Okay. Next question. And then there are lots of questions. So I, I think if you're in my age space, um, <laughs> you, well, because you, you, and you've got young kiddos. Yeah. Right. That's where you, it really gets, gets hard. Well, and what were you saying about the, the yes, second wife? The se- there were lots of questions about the second wife. So I think the first question is, you know, if you have young kiddos, it's who gets your kids and who gets, you know, who is in charge of how, you know, how they, how the money gets sorted out but then also i think they said does the second wife get her get a yacht i'm like what are you talking about and he said well you know do you want your money if you die and your husband remarries do you want your money to kind of stay with your kids or do you want the second wife to be able to you know buy a yacht with it and i was like i've never thought about that before (laughs) but these are the you know so there's lots of really interesting questions and of course you know would you require you know if there's any money to be had right eventually you know what age should your kids get the money? What should they have to do before they get the money? Do they have to graduate from college? That used to kind of be the thing. Once they graduate yeah. from college, they get the money. And now I said, I don't want them to have to. I mean, maybe they go to cooking school. Maybe they go to tech school. I don't think a college degree is required. John, do you have a will? Yes, oh. but it needs. But it prob- I guarantee it probably <laughs> needs to be updated. And I know from personally... Going through probate is no fun, as Steph can attest to. It is tough, especially when, you know, on young kids. So if you do not, if you're a part of the two-thirds of people that don't have a will, call your local attorney. Also, Get your will updated. especially if you've uh, remarried, you might want to update your will. <laughs> that's a good point as well. All right, that's your morning bell for this morning. Up next, we are going to do winners and losers. Your recommendations are coming in. So text us, 573-874-9390. The doctor is in. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. And now for nominees for the winners and losers of the week. All right, before we get to winners and losers, Michelle is texting us saying, hey, I missed Helene segment. The doctor's in this morning. I heard it was great. Where can I find it? You can always go to our YouTube page or Facebook, and then you can also download our podcast. It will be posted later in the day. If you missed it, We would you can always catch it back. Um, we are getting tons of texts for winners and losers this morning. You can nominate a winner or loser. Text us at 573-874-9390. All right, you know it's coming. It's posted to our Facebook page, but I'm out of the gate with the first winner of the week. Troop F of the Highway Patrol. Which is our troop. Yes. Posted a viral tweet yesterday (laughs) and said, anyone missing their round bail? Trooper Isaiah, quote, doesn't miss leg day. LaMasters was able to move this traffic hazard off the roadway for you all in a day's work. He's got a sweet stash. He kind of like brushes his shoulder off after he completely squats this round bail. Now, I have seen a debate over how much these things actually weigh. Now, Hannah, you're an ag. How much do these hay bales weigh? <laughs> I'm kind of an ag, but I also have Google. And oh. I was getting anything yeah. from 1,200 to 1,700 oh, yeah. pounds. And this hay bale landed on the flat end, yeah. right? So it's not like he just rolled it out of the way. He had to 
basically pick it up and give it a nice little shove. Lift. And he's lifting for a good probably 30 seconds. Oh, and yeah. I mean, this this dude could drag a car. I mean, that is in, 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 insane. Um, the tweet has gone totally viral. It says the one that I'm looking at, and I know it was posted multiple times, has 1.7 million views, 2,000 retweets. So if you haven't seen it, you can find it on our Facebook page. But it is impressive. Yes. Yeah, it is. I, I totally agree with that. And the other thing he did there, and Hannah's absolutely uh, amazing. Hannah's got some amazing stats about how how you know heavy that is. But he also had to look a couple times to make sure there were no cars coming that would hit his cars. I mean, it, it, it's just it is an example of the work that our first responders, our men and women, in law enforcement, our other first responders do. I mean, obviously, the guy you know, probably could play offensive line for the uh, for the New Orleans Saints. He's that strong. I wouldn't want to block him, but he's also a darn good officer. Is the he Bachelor really is. franchise watching? I can see. Remember that guy? I don't. I couldn't see if he had a wedding ring on and the thing. Well, I can see them being like, "Hey, hey, bale guy is the new Bachelor." Exactly. Yeah, far, farmer needs a mate. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's to uh, to Brian's point, you know, I say this all the time as the wife of a firefighter. I worry just as much when they're working a car accident on the side of the road that like as I do when he's in a burning building yep. just because people don't pay attention yep. when there's emergency vehicles on the side of the road. And even when they have all their lights on, like horrible things still happen. And many first responders have lost their lives just trying to work a crash on the side of the road. A good right. reminder to move over. We don't do as much advertising slow about down. that yes. as we as that's we right. used to, but that's a, a good reminder this morning. Brian, who do you have for winners and losers? I've got three winners of the week, and uh, I've got a loser of the week as well. Ooh, a general, wow. I'm not going to give Holy a name. but I'll, Where's I'll, I've the got, breaking news sounder, yeah. Hannah? Hang on, here it is. <laughs> well, well, let's go with the, uh, <laughs> the loser of the week. I won't name names, but the there are people on Twitter that are saying that Sam Sam Graves voted against the money, the I-70 money, the $2.8 billion, and he voted against, and you can find it on Twitter, who's saying it, um, about that he voted against the extra $90 million in grants. As I have reported, and I I, I saw so many of people tweeting about it this week, The um, some of the progressives actually ch- checked with Chairman Smith to make sure I read the bill correctly, and I did. Folks, the bill that was voted on was not voted on in Congress. It was voted on in the state legislature. So, yeah, he didn't vote for it, but he didn't vote against it either. It was a, all state money. There is no federal money. And the $93 million grant is just that. It is a grant. He did not vote against it. So, you know, just uh, just beware of what you see on Twitter. And uh, we know, you know, you're going to get the facts from us. And uh, and we appreciate that. I've got two. I guess we have three quick winners here. Number one, Representative Jason Smith of Salem. Uh, from the South Missouri town of Salem. He was at the Capitol this week to file for re-election. I ran a few minutes behind because I got caught behind a funeral procession at St. Peter's, and he was kind enough. Actually, he delayed for a few moments addressing the Republicans in the Senate to wait for me to come up. So, uh, uh, again, thank him for that, and I wanted to respect, the, uh, the obviously, the people that were in that funeral procession. So, thank you, Jason. Greg Razor is second. I've got a story coming up. He is a rising star in the Democratic party and he is from kansas city i got a story i'm working on about a guy named chris sifford 
folks, you do not want to miss the story I'm working on for early next week. John knows who Chris Sifford is. Greg, Good Greg, friend. Yeah, I mean, it's something you will not want to miss. I'm working on that. Greg Razor, I interviewed him at the Capitol, and he's a rising star. And last but not least, tomorrow is Star Wars night at, the, at Mizzou Arena. And I know that the Mizzou guys, Eli Drinkwitz listens to the show, and I know the, uh, the Mizzou folks, a lot of them listen. I am hoping, and I don't know if I have any pull at all, I am hoping to see Stephanie and Hannah and John. I want to see Greedo. I want to see Greedo. I want to see some stormtroopers. And there's a guy named Walrus Man. Walrus Man. <laughs> I have his action figure from 1977. I am hoping to finally meet Walrus Man yes. tomorrow night. And Greedo as well. Greedo, by the way, wore green. He had a little gun on his, I believe he was left-handed. I still have his action figure, too. They are awesome. I love Did Han it. Solo shoot him? <laughs> I don't remember. He died a horrible death. I remember that. I can't. <laughs> All right, John, we got to break up this nerd fest. What are, who do you got for winners and losers? I got two losers. All right. How about Missouri Democrats blocked a blacklisted state lawmaker from running for governor as a Dem? That was Representative Sarah Unsiker, kind of exiled from the party, kicked out of the caucus after... She was seen on social media with a Holocaust denier Mm -hmm. and getting beat up even after they announced an $800 million renovation Arrowhead. Chiefs owner Clark Hunt admitted they were overdue. The NFL Players Association gives him an F- as owner of the franchise right along with the locker room, training staff, and Helene, here's a job opportunity, the Chiefs nutritionist dietitian on their list as well. <laughs> I like that. We are getting your text. So Sarah said for winners of the week, Stevens College basketball coach Andre Bell and the Stevens Stars basketball team. Randy texted us, loser of the week is Olivia Rodrigo, who we've talked about on the show before. She's a pop singer. Uh, he said she held a concert to raise money for abortion initiatives and Planned Parenthood. So two thumbs down to Olivia Rodrigo this morning. All right, Hannah, who you got? All right. I got a couple unnamed winners. Or no, I know the name of one of them. I remember. We're a little sleepy this morning after <laughs> last night's Boone County Lincoln Days. Um, I met Nathan at Lincoln Days last night, and he is a friend of Trey Fauché, who's with the Mizzou College Republicans, and around my age, and he said he enjoyed listening to the show. And I get a little nerdy when I meet someone my age that says that they listen to the show, right? We get excited. It's the next generation up and coming mm-hmm. that is has already figured out that Wake Up in Missouri is pretty cool. Um, another winner of the week is, of course, my beloved Centralia Panthers basketball. Uh, they played the Pintos earlier this week, and the girls pulled out the win. And so they play again tonight in Centralia against a conference matchup, which is South Shelby. Um, the girls previously had not won a district title in basketball since 1992, as one of the Pinto fans reminded me before the game started Monday night. Uh, and Wow. It's pretty exciting. The boys are still in it as well. Um, they're still playing in their district tournament, but both teams are still alive at this point in the season, and it's really exciting for Centralia. Um, I know there's lots of local teams that are in the same boat, so excited for some high school basketball over the next week or so. That's Very awesome. exciting. Well, we've also <laughs> got getting, we're getting some more texts. Is this AI painting, Hannah? Yeah, AI painting. Uh, we got a text 874-9390. AI painting is being nominated as winner of the week because they came in first place 
at a convention in Orlando in the exterior projects category. Now, the most impressive part of this is there were over 700 companies at this convention, and AI Painting Plus in Columbia, Missouri, took home first place. So congrats to the AI Painting Plus team. Very good. Now, I also want to nominate the Missouri Republican Party. John, you brought up Sarah Unsicker, but um, I guess there was a candidate that ran for governor, and people uh, or that filed for governor under the Republican Party brand, and people started pointing out yesterday that apparently he has ties. He's a maybe potentially, um, allegedly a white supremacist has ties with the KKK. And the Missouri GOP and many of our statewide elected officials came out pretty quickly and said, "We are going to work to get that R from behind his name. We we were unaware of these affiliations and." Um, and that doesn't represent the Republican brand. And there's no room in our party for overt racism. So I would nominate the Missouri GOP for their quick response um, as a winner of the week. The other person I want to nominate is I know the News Tribune recently put out this article um, and it was about Patty Morrow. John, you know, Patty Morrow. She yes. was um, so she was my teacher when I was at elementary school and they and they just talk about her her teaching um, career. And then also she's been a docent at the mansion for many years. And I know when um, they do a really fun program at the at the mansion called Manners at the Mansion and, and little little ones can go and learn the proper techniques and everything. And I know one of my kids had the opportunity to then learn manners from her at the mansion. And so it was nice to see her profile. My sister also had her, um, but just a lifetime of service to the community and nice to see her highlighted. I agree with that. I mean, I definitely know who she is in that the issue of manners is so important and she's done a great job. Those kids, the kids and all the same adult adults probably could learn a lot <laughs> from, from going to that. We, one other quick note that we have to thank everyone. The radiothon, um, last week, oh, the, the, yes. the generosity, $225,000. Some could only donate a dollar. Some could only donate, um, 50 cents. We had one person donate 50 cents, but I thank everyone. And also, did you know, Stephanie, the inmates at the Boonville Correctional Center yes. donated. Hannah oh knows gosh. this. They donated five hundred dollars. The inmates. Now, I I worked at DOC. I don't know what they make now. It's not much because they they have jobs. Some of them do. It, it was seven fifty a month when I worked there in two thousand six to eight. So they don't make very much. And there were and those are hard jobs. They work in factories and stuff. So for those inmates, and I don't know how many of them put that five hundred dollars together. Um, that is incredible. I work there, and I will tell you this, a lot of them have kids, and they are very protective of children. No, the inmates are very protective. John knows that, and the corrections officers are nodding their heads. You don't mess with kids, and they really, and they listen. They listen to the show, and uh, and actually told, uh, I guess got word to Randy that someone were crying listening, so... That, a, that's that's pretty, pretty powerful. Cool. Yeah, they that's are great. for sure winners of the week, and it's just so heartwarming to see all members of our community right. and all and tons of people across Mid Missouri coming together for kids. Uh, what a great radiothon we had last yes, week! So nominations to the Wake Up Fam for your support and to our wonderful community. Now we're going to come back with some leftovers. We had a lot of breaking news last night at Boone County Lincoln Days, um, but there's some other things we haven't gotten to yet today. So we'll do that in leftovers coming up next. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. 
telling you what you want to hear since 2015. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Stephanie Bell sitting in the big chair for Randy Tobler this morning. And I will be back in the big chair on Monday with guest co-host Casey Burns. And we have a full lineup on Monday, whether you need an update from Jefferson City, D.C. or the State House, We've got you covered. Scott Fawn will be joining us. Mayor Ron Fitzwater, as well as Congressman Blaine Luchtemeyer. So stick with us on Monday. Uh, but now we're doing some leftovers. Hannah, you got any leftovers in your fridge? Uh, not so much a leftover, but I'm in another pickle like I was on Monday. Uh-oh. You need some help from the fam? Um, maybe just some thoughts and prayers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, of course, I'm going to the Centralia Girls basketball game tonight. And because we had a late night last night. Go Panthers. Yes, go Panthers. Playing the South Shelby Cardinals, uh, which is part of the issue. Okay. Uh, because we stayed at the hotel last night because mm-hmm. we had a late night. Um, I packed a bag, and of course, on Fridays, we wear red to remember everyone deployed. So I wasn't thinking. I just threw the first red shirt I could find in my duffel bag. Um, but I'm wearing a Pintos shirt this morning. And after all of the fun I had poking the bear on Monday <laughs> about the Pintos versus Panthers game, um, if I show up to the game tonight in Centralia... Wearing a pinto shirt. You'll be kicked out. I will never hear the end of it. <laughs> and you have a way of just manifesting things here at the station. You talk about things and people just bring you things. So maybe if someone has a spare panther shirt around. Well, there you go. I, I'm, I hope she's not listening. Uh, but when I get to Centralia, I'm going to go raid my mom's closet. So that's a good plan. I thoughts, think. And, thoughts and prayers <laughs> that I, I at least find a black or gray t shirt. You know, that would be better than. The bright red I'm wearing that not only is Pinto's, but is South Shelby Cardinals colors. Oops. Oops. Well, John, what's in your fridge? Well, we've solved the question for Brian. Who shot first in Star Wars, Han Solo or Bounty Hunter Greedo? In the original Star Wars, if you remember, Han just whips out his blaster and shoots him. But when George Lucas remastered it again, uh, Greedo shoots first and then Han in self-defense gets to kill him you all are talking so far over my head i am not yeah i got nothing person but nerd alert but i know there are a lot of people out there who are right there with you and so what brian told us tomorrow at mizzou arena it's star wars day is that right wow how about that all right and if you don't have plans yet tomorrow it is caucus day here at the county level in missouri if you don't know which at times could be much like the bar scene at star wars (laughs) Um, yeah a lot of people there's been some excitement in the past so if you don't know where to go or what to do there's lots of information you can go to your local clerk's website or visit if you're wanting to caucus with the conservatives mojop.org to get some info on where and when and what you need to do for tomorrow to participate uh hannah anything else so you're cheering tonight and what what level are we in so if they yeah there's semis right yeah there's eight teams still in it right now um if they win tonight they'll be in the final four for the state tournament and they'll get to go to joplin did we decide it's a big it's a big night for for that and i know oh show all right so also we will be updating you next week on all of the trump 
news. I know um, there's more and more coming out about the dates and the deadlines for his um, for his trials. And I know there's going to be some further updates today on timing. So we'll have that update for you on Monday. I know the Navalny funeral, I think, is today. And there is a lot of consternation over that happening. So we'll have the full breakdown on that. And then Elon Musk is suing OpenAI and Sam Altman. We've heard updates from Altman that he wants to invest a whole bunch of money in that. So and I, we're still getting a lot of AI hallucinations that I'm seeing uh, as people use Google's AI tool. So we'll be talking more about that. And then, of course, giving you a full update on what's happening in the state house. We heard from Representative Griffith earlier that we've only got two weeks left before legislative spring break. So I anticipate a lot of action there in the next two weeks. So we'll be keeping you up to date as well. If you missed Representative Griffith's interview or you missed Helene's interview, Doctors In, please go back and check us out on YouTube. You can find us on the pot on your favorite podcast app later. Uh, you can also watch us back on Facebook. All right, everybody have a good weekend and we're going to welcome Gary Nolan in next. See ya.